What is going on, football fans? We're back for episode three of May Fantasy Football. And today we'll be going over the AFC 2020 NFL Draft. Of course, with me again is my dad. Hello, everybody. We're going to be starting off today with the New England Patriots and their draft. A team that honestly always doesn't draft very well. Outside of Tom Brady, Gronk, there's a couple other you know gems they've had over the last two decades, but I think the Patriots always have a pretty rough draft, but I get it. They only have one goal in mind. Tank for Trevor. Right now they do. Correct. Yeah, their draft was uh, nothing special considering they didn't have a first-round pick. Well, they did. They That's traded true, it. they traded it back. That's true. They need wide receiver help. They could have gotten Brandon Ayuk. Yeah, they could have had T. Higgins. They could have gotten a good wide receiver. Which they could have used. Yeah, and they just moved back. Yeah, that that did surprise me. Um, I I thought the only really good pick that they got was their second, second round pick, which is the kid from Michigan, the linebacker. Um, Other than that, nothing special. Nothing that jumps out at you. Yeah, Uh, this is... This is one of those teams I would have thought would have taken an early tight end, but they took one in the third round instead. Two in the third round, I believe, didn't they? Uh, yes. Devin, uh, I'm going to butcher that, uh, Asiasi, and then Dalton Keeney. Keen. Uh, but yeah, they took two tight ends there. Uh, one of them might pan out, but yeah, they did take a kicker in the fifth. And then, yeah, I mean, all in all, their draft just wasn't very special. They could have really made an impact with the first-round pick there. But, I mean, I, I get it. You know, if you don't like those wideouts, you trade it back and get some more uh, picks. It's you know, makes sense. Definitely understandable. Yeah, and I see another trend with a lot of old linemen going in the sixth, seventh round. It seemed like that was kind of a, uh, a theme we had with the last draft. I mean, with the NFC. Yeah, which, I mean, understandable getting those backup guys. I mean, you want to get someone reliable. I mean, if one of those O-linemen can hit if you got three or four of them, I mean, you know, that, that's that's a really big piece that you might be to pick up later in the draft, especially, you know, guys coming from smaller schools that maybe have the same talent level, but they just don't get uh, scouted at the same level because of their schools. The next team we talk about is the Buffalo Bills, another team without a first-round pick, which... Of course, getting Stefan Diggs, stuff like that's going to happen. Uh, I well did... worth it. Eh, I disagree. He's not worth a first rounder. Not by any means. I mean, let's look at the Cardinals. They got DeAndre Hopkins for a second. I would have DeAndre Hopkins for a second any day over Stefan Diggs for a first. So, uh, I did like. The D lineman that they were able to pick up, though, in the second, I thought that was a really solid uh, pickup for them. AJ Epinesa. Mm-hmm. I just feel like I can't pronounce things today. Uh, and they did pick up Jake Fromm into the fifth round, a quarterback that I do think fell a little bit further than I thought he was going. I thought he'd go like late third, fourth round. But I mean, decent backup behind Allen now, which makes sense. I mean, Allen does get hit a lot. He's had some injury issues. Now they do have possibly a. Uh, relevant backup and if they don't think uh you know Allen's going to be their future maybe Fromm could come in and surprise us if uh, he has any playing time be another team that took a kicker 
A six-round kicker. Yeah, they definitely needed that uh, quarterback. So I think that was another wise pick of theirs. Uh, Gabriel Davis was a decent pick at wideout. Um, so th they did okay. But I, I think, you know, adding the wide receiver that they really desperately needed. Um, unfortunately, like you said, they did give up a first-round pick for him. But uh, he, he's, he's a pro bowler. So let's see if he can help that team. Yeah. Uh, all in all, it was a, it was an all right draft. I uh, moved on to the New York Jets. I thought one of the teams that I really like what they did with their first round pick, a team that everyone kind of had taking a wide receiver, one of those top guys like a C.D. Lamb or Jerry Judy, but they went out and actually took an O-lineman. I thought that was really smart. I mean, you do have Le'Veon Bell over there. Sam Darnold is going to need some protection. You know, they did get Denzel Mims into the second round, which is a is an all right pick. So, I think the first round O lineman was a much better move for them. I I'm really excited to see what Beckton can do for Le'Veon Bell this year. Hopefully, you know, spread out that field a little bit and uh, get Le'Veon Bell back to Le'Veon Bell form. Uh, I, I like their draft. I, I agree with you. I like the O-lineman pick. I really like the Mims pick. I mean, if you watch some of the teams where they showed like live at their bars and or wherever they were holding some draft stuff and you'd see people yelling for Mims at the late at the, at the end of the first round and um, for them to get him in the second, I thought was a great, great pick for them. Yeah, late second. Yeah, so. mid, late second. Yeah, late second. So, yeah, I mean, I, I am really excited to see what the Jets can do, especially with uh, Tom Brady leaving the Patriots. This could be the year for one of these other teams to emerge. I've been seeing a lot of stuff for myself, and we'll, we'll go into it at some point um, in the next week or so. But I really think the Jets could get a playoff spot this year. I'm really excited to see where they go. Final team in the division for the AFC East is the Miami Dolphins. I love their first two picks a lot uh, they got Tua at uh, pick number 5 and if Tua is healthy I think this is going to be huge for the organization and they were smart and got no alignment right after that I would have loved to see I mean they did take another alignment in this early early second so I mean they did get two relatively quick in the draft which is pretty nice getting Robert Hunt to the guard as well so it's definitely be a nice replacement. And, of course, when they lose one of the best O-linemen in football last year with the trade with Houston, they're going to have to make something of the O-line. And it's definitely smart to uh, protect your young quarterback who's already had an injury issue. And we'll have to see what uh, Tua can do for the Dolphins. I'm very excited, though. I, I agree with you. They needed O-line help. I would like to have seen a hat trick there after Tua of linemen, to be honest with you. I would like to have seen all three of those picks be O-linemen. Just because, I mean, you're not going to hit on all of them, whether the first, second, or third round doesn't mean they're going to pan out. And I think if they would have done the hat trick and going with all three of those picks in the second and first round, they could have really started to put something in front of Tua. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I can understand that. I mean, but at the same time, how good, I mean, they're, I'm sure there's a part or two of their O-line, which isn't horrendous right now. So, I mean, 
We'll have to see. Adding two very early is nice. They did add another into the fourth round. So I'm really, I'm really hoping that Tua has the proper protection now when it comes to uh, that Dolphins O-line. I'm definitely pretty excited. I honestly would have really loved to see them take one of the running backs at the 30th pick instead of the cornerback. Just because they, for my knowledge, I'll go and double check. But I'm pretty sure they have the highest paid secondary in football or cornerbacks. Uh, Yeah, I think we actually talked about that during the draft, um, about them taking Swift or somebody that was available at that time. Yeah, I, I would have really liked to see them take any of the running backs to that spot. Just having, you know, with your first four picks, I mean, again, for them having three in the first and one early second, they could have had two O-linemen, two uh, and then a running back to really take over that uh the field for them. However, they did trade for Matt Breida. So, I mean, they have someone who is serviceable at that point, which is going to be nice. It's just, he's not, I don't think he has as the, the potential or the talent as one of those other running backs they could have uh, snagged late in that first round. Especially depending what direction they wanted to go, because they could have gone with the smash mouth guy uh, from Wisconsin which would have been a really nice pick for them because that would have really made it to where your the linebackers couldn't have cheated and uh, given Tua some, you know, some time there in the pocket. Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, yeah, the Miami Dolphins do have the highest paid secondary in football. Looks like... Goodness, looks like it's $62 million is going into their secondary. Wow. Yeah, so... I, I did... I mean, this kid's going to be like their nickel corner at that point. I mean, he's going to be their number three. So, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I can kind of understand if Brady was still in the division and you want to try to lock down the other teams, but... I don't know. You still have a growing Allen and a growing uh, Sam Darnold in that division. I don't think you need to stack your secondary that much, but... I get it. I mean, we'll definitely have to see what the Dolphins can do with uh, you know their draft. I think they definitely had one of the better drafts. But, uh, you know, I'm definitely pretty excited. We're ready to move on to the AFC North, and that'll be the Baltimore Ravens. And their first pick was Patrick Queen, linebacker. Yeah, this is a team that I thought that had one of the best drafts uh, when it was all said and done. Uh, I really liked their Patrick Queen pick. Of course, getting... Uh, Dobbins. Yeah, uh, I, I really like the Dobbins pick. Yeah. For a I, team that I would like to see get a nice, solid running back to come up with uh, Mark Ingram, I'm, I'm guessing going to be done somewhat soon in his career. Be nice yeah. to have uh, a guy like J.K. Dobbins who would come in and hopefully take over that backfield. Absolutely. And they did well with their mid round picks in the third round. They got a couple guards that they needed. Um, both of them, you know were slated higher than where they took them. So uh, I thought they did a really good job. Yeah, I can agree. You know, grabbing some old linemen help and then just kind of beef it up that defense a bit. Uh, all in all, I mean, the Ravens didn't do anything wrong with the draft. And honestly, kind of, I, I feel like anyone thinks that they definitely could make a Super Bowl push. Hopefully this can kind of get them a little closer and closer to that. I'm uh I'm really curious what Dobbins will come out of that backfield, though. I'm excited. 
Next team on the list would be the Pittsburgh Steelers, another team in the AFC with no first-round pick. And their first choice of the draft was Chase Claypool in the uh, about mid-second round. Yeah, they they didn't do too much that was that wowed you at all in this draft. Um, I, I think your prediction is going to be right. If you don't have a healthy uh, quarterback, Big Ben, this is going to be the number one pick next year. I don't know. It's tough because even last year with nothing, their coach is just so good. I don't know. Without Big Ben all season, James Conner being banged up, Juju not producing, they still went, what, 7-9 and nine last year? Uh, I'm going to go and double check, but they honestly, with their coaching staff itself, they've been a very solid team. Yeah, they were 8-8 eight and eight last year with no Big Ben. I don't know. I, I, I think last year was the worst they possibly could have been. And that's still 8-8, eight eight, which is incredible. Now, with a, with a healthy Big Ben, though, this year, I mean, they genuinely could win that division, I think. I mean, I don't know. I, I, I would like to see them get a Trevor Lawrence for them to take over for Big Ben, but I, I, don't, I don't think they could honestly be that bad, like really taking consideration everything with that team. Well, we'll be talking about it in a year from now. <laughs> the next team on our list since again for the Steelers there just wasn't a whole lot it just came down to a couple offensive guys but move on to the Cleveland Browns and their first pick again another smart decision for a team with uh, Jedrick Willis the offensive lineman from Alabama I when Baker came into the league I really did not care for him I have started to like him a little bit a little bit of a soft spot. I just he needs O line help, and I'm really glad they finally are going to address that and help him out instead of just getting him weapons. Of course, throughout the offseason, they did a very good job getting Austin Hooper, and then also getting another O lineman with uh, the name is blank and Conklin. Yes, I believe they did get Conklin. They stole him from uh, Tennessee. Yeah, so I, I'm very excited you know, for the fact that they're addressing some of the key problems that they were having with their offensive line. So I, I would like to see Baker have a real chance here. I mean, he has two ridiculous tight ends on the roster, two great wide receivers, two incredible running backs, and their defense is above average. So. And now they just beefed up the O-line. They just got one of the, what, top five? Oh, yeah. Easily was Conklin. And then they added Willis, who was easily one of the top three or four, I think, on most boards. Uh, They added a a safety, which, you know, I don't know if they desperately needed, but uh, they did add some talent there in the second round. And then, of course, then they just started beefing up the defense again with Elliott, you know, the kid from Missouri. And then Phillips, the linebacker from LSU, who plays all over the field. So uh, they did good for a team that already has, I guess, a lot. They were just very disappointing. Yeah, they were kind of just messy. Yeah, they were just very messy last year. They did a lot of good throughout the offseason, the draft. Uh, You know, I I 
don't want to get my hopes up for the Browns because I got my hopes up last year. And they possibly had one of the best off seasons so far with Austin Hooper, Jack Conklin, Andrew Sandejo. And then, of course, their draft was pretty solid as well. I mean, they they got a lot of key pieces that they needed, so I'm really hoping to kind of see a little more push from the Browns this year. The problem is that division is very solid outside of the Bengals. Agreed. Yeah. So, yeah, all in all, again, very solid at the O-line choice, and they got some more just defensive help over there. That's pretty much it for the Browns draft there, but now we're on to the Cincinnati Bengals. It wasn't much of a surprise. They, of course, they took Joe Burrow with the first pick. I I don't know. You don't like the T. Higgins pick? I don't think it's a fine pick. I, I don't like the Joe Burrow pick. I, I know, and you and I actually discussed this yeah. where I asked you, if you were GM, would you have taken the defensive player, tanked, and gotten Trevor. Lawrence next year instead? It because just, they'd be bad enough. Yeah, Chase Young is... I would not have been upset with that over there, especially with three really good offenses that they're going up against, and they could use some more pass rush. I don't know. I, just, I don't have the confidence in Joe Burrow that everyone else does, I feel. I mean, I get that he was the best college quarterback of arguably almost of all time for the stats and records he broke, but he did it one year. And the year before that, he was he was all right. I mean, 16 touchdowns, five picks, it's not bad. But in college, you know, good or great quarterbacks throw 30, 40, 50, 60 touchdowns like he did. So I don't know. And the fact that he just didn't mesh well in the first college he was with. And there was issues there. He didn't get to start anymore. And I don't know. I just, I'm really, really worried about the Joe Burrow choice here. But, I don't know. I was really kind of hoping that they would have shocked us and just taken two up. That would have been crazy. I don't think they'd take the injured player with that first pick. They would have traded Man. down, if anything. I, I think, if anything, they would have went with the D-line. and It was him or Burrow. If not, they're trading down. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, because they could have traded down to... Well, the Lions wouldn't have traded to one for their cornerback, but... No, but they could have traded to five. Yeah, but... Problem is at five. I mean, uh, maybe I'm just trying to think. Yeah, because the Dolphins took Burrow, but what happens? Another team trades up now for Tua. But I don't know. There, there's a lot of risk with that. But again, I I just don't love the Burrow pick. I mean, it, we'll see. We'll see in about three to five years. See where that pick goes. But I do like the T Higgins pick. That that wide receiver core is nuts. If AJ Green actually plays a full sixteen, Tyler Boyd and John Ross. Honestly, they probably didn't need him. They really should have probably gotten an old lineman or something like that. Because now they have four crazy weapons. But, I don't know. I mean, hey, Burrow is going to kind of get to sling out the ball this year. And, well, I, I'm maybe he might be statistically really good. I don't think the Bengals will be that good yet. But, I mean, hey, he might throw for 46, 4,700 yards and 32 touchdowns and 14 picks this year so. Uh, especially if some of these defensive picks don't pan out for them because their defense was not great last year. So yeah. if they're going to be playing from behind, yeah, Burrow could have some nice stats. But um, I, I'd like the Higgins pick. 
after that, you know, it's pretty much all defense except for the one old lineman in the sixth round. They took Keem. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, I, I like the Burrow pick. I, I think you don't want to be the laughing stock. You don't want to be the guy that passed over him for a kid who broke every college record. And then you pass on him. And then he ends up being, you know, a Hall of Famer. I mean, that's the same thing you could say on the other side. Let's say Tua breaks out and is a Hall of Famer. You'd be like, oh, man, remember that time the Bengals took Joe Burrow, the one-year wonder in college? I mean, I, there's arguments on both sides of it. I mean, yeah, I'm sure the injury is more of a, you know, a confirmed thing. We know he got injured, but I don't know. we also know Burrow only did it one year. So I don't know. Hopefully his um his talent can transfer over to the NFL properly, and we'll I we'll, I think we'll have a decent idea this year. I mean, if Burrow is just relatively good, just average, throws four thousand yards, twenty eight touchdowns, and twelve picks, I think they'll know. Okay, yeah, Joe Burrow is pretty decent. Yeah, I mean he's gonna be starting day one. All right, time for the Tennessee Titans. Now under the AFC South, a team with a you know a very, I I mean kind of a quiet draft per se. I mean they just didn't do a whole lot. I mean they had Isaiah Wilson tackle, smart choice since Conklin's gone. They got to beef up that O line a little bit. Mm-hmm. Little cornerback help with Christian Fulton, and they just got a backup running back and a backup quarterback and some just more defense depth. So this this draft wasn't crazy. I mean, I I I am someone who I always appreciate first round offensive lineman picks. I think that's always one of the better choices to go. We've seen too many quarterbacks waste away because they don't have O lines, or running backs get to waste away because they don't have good O lines. So no, I agree with you. I mean, they needed that just because of losing Conklin. That was the key. Uh, I'm really surprised they didn't go with a, another O lineman in the second round. So. But uh, overall, I mean, they were a very good team last year, and I think they're going to be a good team again this year. Yeah, as long as uh, Ryan Tannehill can keep it going. I mean, to be fair, he was he w- he was solid for the Dolphins when he actually was on the field. That was his issue was staying on the field. He plays the full sixteen. He's going to be a good quarterback. And if Derrick Henry can just be seventy five percent of what he was last year, they're going to be fantastic. So. Now we're going to go on over to the Houston Texans, arguably maybe the team with the worst overall free agency and everything. <laughs> what are they doing? Got rid of DeAndre Hopkins, cut to Sean Dip- Gibson, got rid of Darren Fell. Oh, wait, no. No, okay, Darren Fell is a good contract extension. Okay. But, yeah, no first-round pick. They just couldn't do a whole lot in this draft. They had a total of five picks. Realistically, just some defensive depth, a little bit, some wide receiver. I mean, a little um, offensive depth too, but I don't know, just nothing really in this draft. Their no. most notable picks just Ross Blacklock, the trade with the Cardinals. I mean, I'm glad they traded uh, DeAndre Hopkins for Ross Blacklock. Hmm, great choice. Um, I don't know. I just did, yeah, it blows me away. It's. Uh... Not not a very good offseason for the Houston Texans. For a team that was on the verge 
you know, of being in that Super Bowl contender conversation. Yeah. I And they blew it up. It's almost like they're, yeah, hitting the reset button for some reason and just like, all right, Deshaun Watson, good luck. You have no number one weapon now. You have an okay at best offensive line. And David Johnson. Now. David Johnson, who they're going to have to pray is the David Johnson of four years ago. Yeah. I hate the Houston Texans offseason so far. <laughs> uh, you, I'm sorry. How do you feel? It's terrible. The next one on here is the Indianapolis Colts. Another team with no first-round pick. However, oh. those two picks were pretty good in the second round. Michael Pittman to add to that wide receiver court. T.Y. Hilton... And Doyle now, I'm trying to think of the kid last. Paris Campbell was showing little flashes of um, you know, potential. And then Jonathan Taylor. A beast. I loved that pick for them so much. That Him and Marlon Mack South now would be really nice. Uh, it's weird, though, because that's kind of what Marlon Mack is. So now they just have these two power runners. But Yeah, I, uh, honestly, I don't think Marlon Mack is... Even as good as where Jonathan Taylor is today. Sorry. Okay, well, I think if that's the case, they probably would have gone out and gotten Le'Veon Bell then for as cheap as they could have gotten them. But, yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, they really like Marlon Mack. I mean, let me go ahead and pull up his stats real quick. But I thought that they had yeah, a I really mean, even good draft. Last year, Marlon Mack, 1,100 yards, 8 touchdowns. It's not much. I mean, four and a half yards of carry. He was very, very good last year. So it was kind of confusing. I thought it was interesting to to take uh, Jonathan Taylor there. Maybe once Max done with his contract, they just move on with him. I mean, this is his last year of his rookie deal. So there's it, it, definitely a possibility. And Marlon Mack might make money next year if he can have a decent career, a decent season this year as well. But yeah, other than that, I mean, they, they did have a, a decent draft. They did get a decent draft. They get did, wow, they did get Jacob Eason in the fourth round. Mm-hmm. I know there were some talks about uh, Jacoby Brissett going back to the Patriots, so maybe Eason will be their quarterback in the next couple of years unless, uh, you know, the, the great Andrew Luck wants to come back from retirement. Oh, don't say that. Rest in peace. Uh... Julian Blackman, safety. I mean, that's those first four picks were all pretty decent. Yeah, and then uh, just some little more, a uh, little more depth for the wide receiver core with Desmond Patman in the six. But I don't know. I, I thought it was an okay draft, especially without having a first rounder. I really like the Michael Pittman choice. The Jonathan Taylor, I like him as a player, but I don't know. It, it was a little weird. I mean, I, that shocked me when they took a running back in the second. See, I liked it. I liked it a lot. Yeah. I think they're going to pound the ball, and then they're going to let Phillip Rivers be smart and, you know, you can have a lot of play action you just pass. Manage the game. And yeah. you get two guys you can have in the backfield. You don't know who you're going to hand it off to, which way they're going to go with the ball, which is going to keep your defense honest. And now he has all these targets to play with. Could be smart. Yeah. It definitely could be. 
The last team of the AFC South we'll be talking about, of course, is the Jacksonville Jaguars, who had a a pretty solid draft. Uh, you know, very defensive heavy for the most part. Uh, C.J. Henderson, cornerback, and uh, Clavon uh, Chasen, linebacker, mm-hmm. uh, both in the first round. I you know, kind of going back to the roots a couple years ago with just a very nice, heavy defensive team here. Uh, outside of, I mean, they had. Let's see, 12 picks, and a total of four of them, looks like, were offensive picks. Not five. Yeah, five with um, another O-lineman there. Right. But yeah, all in all, very very defensive heavy draft for the first uh, three rounds there, and their four picks. We'll have to kind of see, though. I will say Jacksonville's pretty good at getting these nice second, third round type wide receivers that they've kind of molded a little bit with uh, what they've had so far. Let's kind of see if uh, Minshew Mania can continue this year and if he's going to actually be their starter or if this is the worst team in football. Oh. And then again, your favorite quarterback is on the worst team in football again. (laughs) I'll be buying a Trevor Lawrence Jaguars jersey quicker, quicker before he even gets drafted. He'll be the first overall pick. Like, Jags will have the first pick, and I will order the jersey before the draft. Nice. Oh, that, that's how excited I would be. I, I, yeah. I would be all in. Yeah, I, I actually liked the, the Jaguars draft. I mean, C.J. Henderson is a shutdown corner. Uh, you know I liked Chasen. I thought he was going to go sooner. I thought he was definitely a top 15 pick. Uh, the wide receiver, uh, Chenault, very good talent. A lot of people had him as a first-round talent. So uh, Hamilton, you also know that I liked. So I think that they did fairly well. No, no, it's totally fair. Now we're going to move on to the AFC West with the Kansas City Chiefs. And their 32nd pick of the draft is going to be your, what, 10th pick of your fantasy football drafts this year with Clyde Edwards. Hilaire. I did a mock draft yesterday. Yeah. He went in the second round. What? Yep. Why? Because it's... Everywhere I was seeing everything, I was watching, listening, they said whatever running back that this team takes, if they take one at pick 32, will be a second round or higher fantasy football choice because of how explosive the offense is, how they're always moving, how they score a lot of points. You and I watched this draft. We thought they oh, were taking Swift. We did. We did. We were surprised when they took that. I mean, don't get me wrong. I thought this kid was going to go middle second round at the latest. I thought he would probably go to like the, maybe the Lions if Swift already went. Um, well, there were quite a few teams that could have used him, but yeah. I don't see why they took him over Swift. Um, I don't see. Honestly, I would have taken Jonathan Taylor. Taylor doesn't fit their skin. No. Not at all. But that's been their problem. They don't have a running back. They always have these pass-catching backs. What problem do they have? What problem do they have with winning a Super Bowl last year? Oh, I, I, I'm not going to disagree with you. <laughs> you just said, but that's been their problem. What problem? They don't have well, a That's problem. the only problem that they have on their team. It's their only weakness. Is what? They score too many points? They throw the ball all the time and don't run the football? It doesn't sound like a weakness. 
Well, I think Sounds like they have the greatest uh, quarterback to ever touch a football outside of arguably Trevor Lawrence. Maybe next time his kneecap won't pop in as good as it did last time. Okay, maybe. I mean, that's a really small chance of anything like that happening. Yeah, I, I love this pick, and I do think he'll be going by the end of the second round of fantasy drafts. Really? Easily. Wow. A- any running back that they would have taken, if, if they would have taken Swift, I would have been drafting Swift in the first round. I would have taken Swift between five and seven. Thank really? You. Yes. Wow. I have 100% faith in the Chiefs offense. 100%. I mean, it, 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 look at their team. I mean, even quarterbacks that, you know, in non-quarterback leagues, you'll see Mahomes go in the end of the second, early third round. You'll see Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey all go. You'll even see Sammy Watkins go in the fourth, fifth round. I mean, that whole offense is getting drafted by the fourth round. Understand. I would have taken a shot with their running back. I mean, sure, he maybe he rushes for 800 yards this year. But this, this is an Austin Eckler type of kid. I mean, he could have 80 catches this year. So. Yeah. I, I'm excited. I, I I'm really, really excited. <laughs> I can tell. Yeah. Ugh, so, uh, outside of this pick, they did go a little bit more uh, defense heavy for the rest of the draft and just one offense tackle in the third round. But yeah. Not a bad draft. Uh, don't get me wrong. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire uh, was not the first running back I thought would go off the board, or arguably the second, depending on the team drafting the second running back. But it's it's gonna, it's gonna be a fun year. It's gonna be really fun for the Chiefs again. On to the Denver Broncos. Very solid draft. Very. I know a lot of people. When Vic Fangio left Chicago, they were like, "Oh man, like." Chicago's going to be fine because they still have all the players, but I don't know. I think Fangio is was something that the Chicago Bears were missing last year. He's done a very good job with that team over the last year and even in this draft. Oh, this draft snagging, was phenomenal yeah, for them. Getting Jerry Judy and KJ Hamler to just stack up Court and Sutton and Noah Fant. And you have Melvin Gordon and Philip Lindsay right now. Yes. That's I, I really like their offense a lot. If Drew Locke can be I mean, if he can be like what he was the last little tiny portion of the season, they, they could fight the Chiefs for that first spot. I do think the Chiefs will probably have closer to twelve wins this year and I think Broncos could push ten. I, I'm very curious to kind of see what they're able to do this uh, next season. Yeah, I think they ended up having, what, six, seven, eight wins, and they started out awful. I think they lost their first five, six games. Yeah, I think they went 7-9. and nine. I'll go ahead and double-check for us real quick. Yeah, and they, and they had a lot of close games, too. Yeah, they were 7-9. and 7-9? Nine. Nine. Oh, boy. Yeah, sadly, I'm not able to pull through. Oh, there we go. Yeah. And um, how, they, they lost start their out? first four. First four, and they still went up seven to nine. Yeah. Yeah. And they made some very good picks. They gave them some weapons on offense that they desperately needed. They added a, 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 a you know, top five talent running back. Melvin oh, Gordon. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I think I think meant in the draft. I'm like, no, what are you talking about? about? No, I'm talking about Melvin Gordon along with these wide receivers. Uh, yeah. He's top ten talent. He's not top five. That, that's why I actually put in that... Uh, 
I commented about that Monday night game. That's mm-hmm. going to be a good Monday night game. Yeah. No, I, I definitely agree. But yeah, no, Melvin Gordon's not top five. Not even close. No. No? no. I would take Dalvin Cook over him. I like Dalvin Cook a lot more. Well, I would take Cook over him too. Yeah. Absolutely. But Denver had a very nice draft. Yeah, I, I love Denver's offseason this year. It was fantastic. They did a great job molding that offense for their young quarterback. Uh, you know, Got them a little bit of offensive line help, which is good. Two mm-hmm. alignment in the draft and three total wideouts. If one of those guys can hit, I mean, Jerry Judy, I think is going to be one of those plug-and-play, you know, could go for about 75, 80 catches maybe this year. And then hopefully kind of build up the next few years, see him close to that 90 to 100. But I am really excited for Jerry Judy. Yeah, really enjoyed the Denver Broncos draft. We're going to go ahead and move on to the Las Vegas Raiders, who botched their first pick, taking what? Henry Ruggs over Jerry Judy or C.D. Lamb. That, that was my second least favorite pick of the entire draft behind Jalen Hurts. My problem with their draft was I think they should have doubled down and went with another wideout at that 19th pick. Jefferson, maybe. Could they have had... Did CD go before yeah. 19th? Yeah, CD was the pick right before. So what right receiver could they have had? Jalen Rager, but ugh. Justin Jefferson. Jefferson Brandon. I would have liked. Yeah, him. Jefferson and... See, my thing is they probably could have had Ruggs at 19. That's what bugs me. They could have taken no, Jerry Judy. Ruggs was top three on almost every board. That's fine. He would have gone number three still. Because I don't think Dallas takes Ruggs there. I really think that Dallas took CeeDee Lamb because arguably was the best wide receiver in this draft. You don't pass up on the best wide receiver to take him as your number three. They could have had Ruggs and Jerry or Ruggs and CeeDee Lamb. They could have. Possible, yes. Yeah. So, I, I don't know. That's what really upsets me about their draft. And don't get me wrong, they got a great cornerback. Fine. But oh, I just hate looking. Just, all, our, all our picks are there. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, they, they had an okay draft. I just didn't like the Rugs pick. I really would have rather seen them take Lamb or Judy and then just kind of roll the dice for Rugs to make it the 19th. That would have been a great just offense could you imagine jerry judy ruggs darren waller josh jacobs and then Derek carr and renfro and yeah and renfro to be your three like that's that's fantastic absolutely the last thing we're talking about is be the los angeles chargers really oh yeah i I might have even said long last time for the las vegas raiders no you said las vegas raiders cool they only had two first round picks well, sorry, they had two first-round picks because they traded up with the Patriots. No second or third. I, I don't know. No, I don't like the Justin Herbert pick. You don't like that they drafted Ryan Leaf again? Yeah. <laughs> uh, just, he's got a good arm. He reminds me of Josh Allen with less running potential. Yeah, I'm not too... Thrilled with their draft overall. Yeah. I mean, I, Kenneth I Murray they, was probably their best pick in the first round. They could have had Justin Herbert there. <laughs> oh, man. That's awful. There's a chance they could have. 
that could have had Isaiah Simmons at the sixth pick and then maybe traded up a little bit further instead of 23 well, and gotten Herbert? I already what know other teams what you would have Herbert? done if you were the general manager. You would have gone offensive or defensive line offensive with that line. first pick. No, I would have gone and Isaiah you Simmons. would have just played with Ty God for the season. Let him throw. And then the next year, oh. you would have gotten Lawrence. I that's that's the team I really want to see Lawrence go. Like if I could actually choose a team, yeah, it would probably be the Chargers. Well, they might because Austin I don't think Eckler, Herbert's going to be very Mike good. Mike Williams, Keenan Allen, Hunter Henry. Oh, and in a decent offensive line, like an average offensive line, and you could have gotten a great O line here. Oh man. You could have just red carpet for Trevor Lawrence coming in next year. Oh, man. Yeah, because Tyrod's not going to win you games. Think Justin Herbert's going to win you games? I don't think he's going to be starting. No. God, I hate this pick. He's... Mark my words. We have it recorded right here. At, let me go ahead and pull this up. Right around the 41-minute mark. Justin Herbert is Josh Rosen 2.0. Next year, the Chargers will take Trevor Lawrence, dump off Justin Herbert for a second-round pick, and then he's not going to ever get to play. That's what Josh Rosen was, second-round pick that they traded for. Yeah, I know. That was surprising. Yeah. I don't know who would give up a second-round We're going to see Justin Herbert play a couple games this year. Well, I'm sure we will. Tyrod always gets hurt. What's going on? Yeah. But, yeah, I... Don't like their draft. I don't like their picks. Yeah. I don't like Herbert. Um, boy, I feel bad for uh, Schneeds. <sighs> Poor Schneeds. It's all right. He'll be happy when he has Trevor Lawrence next year. Yes. He's going to look good in that powder blue. <laughs> it's going to look real good. <laughs> I'm excited. Uh, yeah, but that's going to wrap it up for us for the AFC draft breakdown of 2020. The next show we're going to be having is going to be going over our thoughts on the standings since all the schedules did come out uh, last night. So, yeah, go ahead and come back for episode four in the next week, and we'll go ahead and give you our thoughts on the standings, where teams will fall, who will win the divisions, who will be the worst teams, who's getting Trevor Lawrence next year. Yeah, all right. It was um, it's a good time. Yeah, Absolutely. All right. Thank you so much for coming to listen to May Fantasy Football. Have a great rest of your week. Be safe.